right, you guys, we are hey. back. I'm eating, so I'm so sorry if I chomp, if anyone hears me chomping. And it was Memorial Day yesterday. I honestly, I don't get, this sounds maybe insensitive, I don't get why you say happy Memorial Day, when Memorial Day is really just about remembering those who've served. So how, like, to me, that's not happy. Well, I think it's, it's like, like honorable. It's like, to me, it's an honorable Memorial Day, not a half, I'm using air quotes, but like. Yeah, I hear you. Why is it you say it, though? I think it's just a way that, a salutation for acknowledging the holiday. It's kind of like saying, happy Labor Day. Labor Day. Happy Veterans Day, right? Happy, it's just like what you say Yeah, but Veterans Day, I know it sounds horrible to say. Veterans Day is like celebrated for those who are still alive. That's right. Memorial Day is celebrated for those who have passed. Passed. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't understand why it's I don't happy. know, maybe have a happy if, day. If anyone's listening, can you explain it to me? Oh, and there's Chong. Chong's pressing his body up Hi. against the glass in the conference room again. Hi, and we're oh, we recording. Have a guest, we have a guest speaker, so make sure it's... Uh, we're recording. It's we're, we're live right now. Oh, hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> Do you know why, we were just asking, we are bringing up a random topic. Do you know why they say happy Memorial Day? To me, it's not happy. It shouldn't it be like honorable Memorial Day. I agree with you. But I Do think, you know the origin of why they say happy? I don't. <laughs> I am old, but not that old. <laughs> I didn't think you were that old. Yeah. I just didn't know. Yeah, Made me okay. think of it yesterday. Everyone's like, happy Memorial Day. I have another random question. This has come up just because Chong has walked in here. As far as trivia, my husband Derek loves trivia. And he said to me the other day, did you know that in Korea, when you are born, you are one year old? I am Korean. I know you are. <laughs> um, so that would make me That's 63. Well, I guess I'm the, just kidding. No, it wouldn't. But no. isn't the Korean calendar no, different Korea, than the Yes. But I think the question Easter was, when you were born, were you one and then you, or sorry, were you one and then you turned two? Your age, I don't know. Damn it, I'm going to go back now and figure it out. But I was like, oh, it's strong. So the, he's Korean. So yeah, I am Korean. Kind of. Um, no, we, we actually, we as in, we... The Koreans? Koreans. Um, we use a different calendar. So, Did you not know this? I don't know that. Okay, because their birthday is really not, like, the the birthday we celebrate here. It's not it's the same. It's not the same right. as in Korea. And I remember this with your sister. Yeah, it, it kind of changes. So yes. when we came over here, my birthday is really not June 27th, <laughs> in case anybody wants to give us, give me yes. any treats. Um <laughs> But it was really a different date. I don't remember exactly what the date is, but when we came over, my date on the birth certificate was June 27th because that's how it was just, that's so what it So you would either be older than you know? I'm younger. Mm. It's like leap year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the opposite. But it's like 20 years less. Oh. Yeah. So I'm really 30. <laughs> You're a top traveler. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, it's really weird. I don't know about that one thing. I'd have to ask my sister. Um, I but, said, um, I, Derek loves to say things it? are. I didn't. because. Oh. What he found was on the internet, and I thought, well, then it has to be true. That's the he thing I always joke. He found it on Facebook. Yeah. I said, oh, strong. He'll know. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for nothing. I'm all-knowing. <laughs> all-knowing of nothing. Do <laughs> you want to talk mm-hmm. about, um, we're talking about, I'm eating. Everyone knows I'm eating. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> You're going to pick up lovely noises. We're talking about contract contingencies today. Okay. That well, that's the topic. We haven't said it yet. Yeah. So, oh, hi, guys. We're talking nice about Nice segue, Erin. <laughs> well, it kind of snowballed, guys. It sure did. Well, I'm going to leave you ladies to it. Okay. Thank you. I need to go and um, eat. 
I need to go and talk to a good client of ours. Great. Yeah. And make sure that they're taken care of because... That's what we do. Um, that's what we do. And Alex Puderbo. Ross. Wow. Because you are married. It's like the second person to say that in the week. You didn't let me finish mm-hmm. Puderbo Ross. But it's really <laughs> Alex Ross, everyone. I'm not a law firm. I dropped that. The finest, <laughs> finest realtor that I know. And I just want to say it's a pleasure to be able to spend Jesus. 37 <laughs> seconds with you. And goodbye, everybody. Bye, Chong, Bye. out. Bye, John. Bye. <laughs> this is why I think we need, like, um, like, a, like the red the light. Sign. Like, the you know, like on air. Yes, yeah. on air. Mm-hmm. That's what we should put. All right, guys, so we're going to talk about... You're, you're welcome for us wasting however many minutes of your time uh, today so far. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> last week, we talked about deposit deposits. Mm-hmm. This week we're going to talk about contingencies, and there, we're only going to touch on probably about three or four of them because there's there's a lot of contingencies yep. and it that are depend, available are available, and it also depends on if you're doing residential, commercial, land, um, leasing, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll start with the most common contingencies, which are financing. Yep. Appraisal, uh-huh. um, inspection. home inspection, contingencies. Those are the top three. Um, and then the next one I think would be home sale contingency after that. Okay. So that makes four. Um, and, and, and that's plenty for this. There's plenty of that. And there are more we could bore you mm-hmm. with. I think it's three pages worth. And can you make your own contingency? Yes, you actually can too. So you can make, for example, on like a commercial or on um, like DC, we're in one right now and they're buying a lot next door, which has a house on it. So, but it's contingent upon permits. Hmm. So you can make anything contingent. Okay. Yeah. Which makes sense. They would need a permit for it to make sense for them to do. The seller. The point is yeah. that the seller and the buyer have to agree on the Correct. contingency. That's what the, that's what a contract is. Is where two parties are, or maybe more than one, more than two, but generally speaking, two parties are agreeing to terms. That is what a contract is. Correct. And within the contract, there are layers of different agreements, um, and one section, as you mentioned, is contingencies. Correct. For, so we're talking about purchasing real estate for the purchase of living in it, residential contracts. Um, as you mentioned, there are at least two pages worth of available at, at least, at least, and then a place to write in your own. Correct. Okay. Um, so you want to discuss financing mm-hmm. contingency first. Why don't we start with that? Okay. It's most common if you are getting a loan. Well, how about we start with the shortest con- contingencies? Like when I look okay, at so contract, you mean as dates as as like milestones, right? So you okay, go so. under contract to purchase a home, and then you have how many days to do your what are the first ones you do? You do your home inspection. Home inspection. Mm-hmm. So you, depending on what your schedule is mm-hmm. and also how strong of an offer mm-hmm. or your time frame, right. um, anywhere from, let's just use five to, I haven't seen 14 in a while, but five to 12 days. Let's just put it there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have, and that's not just to like five days Everything needs to be done as far as, like, everyone agreeing. It's five days for the buyer to perform a home inspection by a licensed home inspector. At their cost. At their cost. (laughs) And then the report comes back, and any items you want repaired or credit for, 
we then have to make an addendum for it and include the home inspection report and that needs to be sent off within that five days okay okay we're just gonna use five days as an example and then from there then the sellers have x amount of days then to go back now you can go back and forth back and forth okay ideally you're not going to want to yeah um so that typically takes i would say about like all in all if you're doing five days about eight ten days by the time you're done okay um and then the other thing with that too we didn't talk about it but it's not a contingency per se it's just more of a law is hoa docs oh right and condo docs that's not a contingency for those who are listening that's actually a, a law um as far as how many days you have to review so and that's only for a property that has has an hoa or a condo doc so for example if you're in an hoa and you want to paint your your front door fuchsia and you find out that the front doors can only be um green and espresso and and green whatever it may be you can walk for that reason you don't have to say why you just that's why you walk. I review now, the docs sometimes people may, if they're out of that home inspection contingency time period and they still have time to review HOA docs, they will leave based on the HOA docs. So if your agent knows what they're doing, they'll time it where you get the docs a little bit after. A little bit later. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting we're talking about the amount of time and how, generally speaking, you said between 8 and 10 days after ratification, the home inspection you know, fingers crossed, things, everything goes well, whether yeah. it be, you know, the buyer doesn't ask for much or the seller agrees to whatever Correct. repairs. That seems like a general timeline. For and that those repairs occur. have to be made <clears throat> prior to settlement, just to note. Right, of course. Correct. And as a, just as a tidbit, the lender has zero to do with your home inspection. In fact, the lender doesn't want to know anything about your home inspection because it has to do no, with property you guys condition. No, yeah. Conditions so, different. If, and this is this has happened a gazillion times where we get an addendum <laughs> from a real estate agent. It says after the home inspection, the seller has agreed to credit the buyer two thousand dollars towards their closing costs due to repairs. Generally speaking, that'll come on the home inspection. Addendum. Correct. But I don't want to see it because if I stick that into the file, no, the, yeah, the underwriter's going to go. Well, it looks like they need to have this roof repaired. And that's the, what, what a lot of people don't understand is that the property itself is the collateral for the loan. So any defects in the property, we don't really need to muddy the waters with that. You like, have to then disclose exactly. because if well, that information shared to you, then, Exactly right. Then I can't unsee it. Exactly. So, As opposed to just like a credit for a g- general that's what we said. I would like an addendum that says, that it says it's going towards the... Home going inspections. The, um, going towards closing costs. Correct. And no mention of the home inspection. Now... There are a lot of situations where maybe they've capped their closing costs. Yes. Right? So let's say they're only putting down 5%, so they are capped at a 3% of the sales price concession. Um, there's other things that need to happen then at that point. Um, maybe reducing the sales price. I don't know. I don't know what... There's... I mean, there's ways to, to, to play with the number <laughs> instead of, like you said, if you're capped and you can't accept any more... Mm-hmm credits okay mm-hmm. let's just say then yeah you can reduce it we've done that actually mm-hmm. we did that yeah. in frederick we reduced the sales price by three thousand so instead it of all the, ends up being you know allocated somewhere whether it be in how much you're paying exactly for it or lowering your costs at closing but um, correct but anyway so those are the first two so home inspection we talked about and then you mentioned hoa docs i think the next one 
is, is usually appraisal. Appraisal is the shortest compared to financing. Of course, yes. So financing takes a little longer. Yeah. Generally speaking these days, it's like a week or two for financing. And that's just to deliver the com- conditional commitment. Correct. And what we mean by that, I'm skipping forward. I'll go back to appraisal in just a second. But what I mean by that is that you have a specific amount of time to um, deliver a conditional commitment to the seller. And that just means that you mm-hmm. have followed through with your end, which was making loan application and then providing that your loan has actually been approved by underwriting. Now on that conditional commitment, it does need to list any conditions that are currently outstanding from the approval. So Correct. let's say you haven't set up your insurance yet, or we need an extra pay stub or whatever it may be. It's it going to be, be listed any, yeah. it's going to be listed on that commitment. Um, and that's, Depending on the contract, I think you could speak more to that. But so depending financing, on the contract, the verbing's different. Verbiage is different. What have you been seeing as far as, like, I know what you guys can turn around the is, seller, but what are people writing up for financing contingency? Like, what are agents writing these days for you guys? Generally, 20 days. Um, I've seen seven. I've seen 10. So well, I usually do 21, and then just that extra mm-hmm. day. Because yeah. you never know if it's going to be a holiday or sure. weekends, mm-hmm. which really then we're lost yeah um and then 14 for appraisal unless i know that we need to close but then yeah and if we're closing obviously in a shorter timeline and that's the thing we've talked about this before in in topics on the podcast is that every situ every deal is different every single one so Mm -hmm. we do need to have a conversation about what it is that makes sense for this transaction is it going to be a transaction where we're competing and we need to be super aggressive on how quickly we're going to get the appraisal back to ease the seller to know that we passed that milestone or are we going to close let's say the seller's buying another property and they're they're looking to get and a, they need they to move need on. to move yeah. on and they need the funds from closing like let's say they need to know for sure that they can sign their contract because our loan's approved like it's just domino effect so there are so many variables. it's so funny you say that because on our side like when it comes to listings only because we've been handling a little more lately that appraisal is like you know you're gonna like you have a little wiggle room and that's as soon as you get it you're like all right i'm done home stretch exactly because it truly is a milestone of getting past a really large piece of the puzzle that is that your loan is approved now it's not a guarantee that you'll go to closing because if you can't deliver the conditions then you can't deliver the conditions but that's something that we address at that time correct generally speaking that's not how it goes however (laughs) we've seen it happen before um but to the point in regards to what's involved in the contingencies for Mm -hmm. financing let's say we've got the loan approved but we don't have the appraisal yet so here's where it gets gotcha. tricky. So, and things are happening a lot faster these days. So let's say we go under contract on a Sunday. The loan file starts on a Monday. They sign all of their disclosures on Monday. Get sent to processing on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's submitted on Wednesday and it's approved on Thursday. Let's say. Okay. But you're still waiting. For... We st- we have a, we just ordered the appraisal then on Monday. So that's only a couple of days. We've got a loan approved without an appraisal. So but no loan... one really is moving that fast for appraisals. Right. So generally speaking, seven to 10 days is industry standard right now mm-hmm. for a non-rushed appraisal. We can always give them a, a target date and they have to accept, quote unquote, the target date. But five out of 10 times, they'll say, I just heard back from the listing agent. This is the earliest that I can get there. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. push out the date. Yeah. Um, and of course, we have to make sure we meet the appraisal contingency. But 
we all stay on the same page on what the contingency and is. And these contingencies, just so everyone knows really quick, they can always be um, lengthened. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if for some reason, um, like you just said, that the appraiser just got, there's a delay, it's yep. very easy to extend. Right. Um, so. It's a matter of everyone pulling in the same direction. So if a listing agent says, well, I want the appraisal done in a week, you got it. We'll make yeah. sure that's taken care of. But then you have to answer your phone and then give the appraisal appraiser access to the property <laughs> for him to do the appraisal. And can't expect him to do it on the seventh day and deliver us with the report the same day. Correct. Reports are 40 pages long. They're annoying. So he needs to have, be, have access a couple of days before the contingency mm-hmm. expires so that he can deliver the report. Not only that... But the report then has to be reviewed by underwriting to make sure the appraiser did his due diligence. That's true. So, and then if it comes in too low, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pain they ask to argue. Yep. But then that's a whole other can of worms. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. As far as if it comes in low, like, is it a flawed appraisal? Or We've had one. is the property so I'm sure you guys is the have. Property, is it a flawed appraisal or is the property really not worth what they've agreed to pay for based on the data? The data is correct. The houses, the homes that are sold around it. So, to clarify, <laughs> or to kind of summarize, summarize, I should say, um, our first few are HOA and home inspection docs, right? Those are the shorter, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eight, HOA nine. docs, condo docs, and then home inspection would be your first contingency, and then next would come appraisal, yep. and then financing yep. afterwards. The last one, really quick, that we kind of touched on, we didn't touch on yet, is um, home sale contingency. Oh, right. Really quick. So, it's... Yeah, I think we definitely we can touch on this one, but I feel like we need to. We'll just we'll just explain it really quick, um, and then we'll try to next week. Yeah, go in depth of it. So home sale contingency is if you have a home and you're trying and you're selling it, and it is either listed for sale currently or not or listed not. for sale because mm-hmm. we've dealt with both. Oh, okay, yes. and you found a home and you want to move forward on it, but you can't move forward on it unless you sell your home. Or unless your home goes under contract. Right. So a sale so a settlement contingency versus home sale contingency. Correct. Ugh. So there's a little bit of everything. So that 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 has a lot to do with being competitive in this market, right? If you are a multiple office situation and you have someone who is writing with no contingencies but writing the exact same dollar amount net to the seller, but you have a they, home sale I'm contingency. I'm going to pick I'm going no, I'm gonna pick as a seller I'm going to pick. As an agent, I'm going to advise. Yes. Because that would that would mitigate some risk to the seller, correct? Correct. Because, because then we're back here again in thirty days, if that. If the home doesn't sell, or maybe it's correct. listed too high, or whatever. Whatever. It's too many what ifs. Too many what ifs. So it's a matter of um, if you have the ability to write non-contingent and you are comfortable with doing that. Um, that is something you can discuss with your realtor. There you go. Um, I feel like we could talk about this all day, and I we do want to. I do want to unpack the. Um, home sale contingency and maybe some stories yes and another one so stay tuned for that um also if you guys have questions in regards to maybe a little more in depth on each specific contingency or if you have an example that you're wondering if you can write in yourself please let us know we're we're happy to kind of go through different scenarios because i think each one could be its own podcast but we just don't want to bore you guys totally (laughs) some of the stuff can get really dry can get really dry um on a random rant really quick one with the rant and then coffee um this is hilarious so in our neighborhood i 
one of the reasons why we love our neighborhood, while we bought into the community, was everything is very uniformed. Everything is very... They take care of everything. Sure. You're not <clears throat> supposed to change the aesthetics of the outside of your house. You're not supposed to change the landscaping. They do everything. I... Oh, God. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what did you do? I didn't do anything. Someone two streets over from me took it upon themselves to... All the railings are this gray color, okay, like this charcoal color. And that every railing in the neighborhood, if you have a railing, not every house does. It's like walking up or on your... Walking up. Okay. Has to be the specific color, okay? Sure. So everyone matches, but every door is maybe a different color, sure. okay? They painted their railings to match their door, and it's driving me bonkers. Wait, what color is it? Red. It's driving me... It's like crimson red. Bonkers. Wait, why would you paint your railings red? Because they wanted to match the door. That doesn't make any sense. And I went as far as looking into my HOA docs. I'm like flawing <laughs> To read them. it. They're, they're, to like, they're listening, and so I'm about to go. They know it's you. Well, if you're listening, then I don't like it. You need to look at because your Because I docs. bought into a community knowing that everything's going to be like the same. Regulated. Regulated. And then I don't have to worry about. Well, they're going to. And that my value is there. That not yeah. everyone's going to have like different color railings. No, they're going to get cited. It's a new community. They're well, gonna because I'm going to complain. <laughs> so well, anyway. That's the whole idea about an HOA. You're supposed to follow covenants. So. I know. They got the same docs you did that said what color your railing should be. Exactly. Just saying. So. Ending with coffee. We yeah. tried this new coffee. Did you? I tried a new coffee too. Tell me. No, you tell me first. No, because it's really, it's not as exciting. Mine's it's called Rise Up. Mine's really not exciting either. But okay. I tried a new place. So I was in Minnesota over the weekend. And yes, when I talk about. Can you about, say Minnesota the when way I, Minnesota? When I talk about Minnesota, I get a Minnesota accent. So sometimes when I go to the grocery store and get the eggs at in the Minnesota <laughs> grocery store, I'm like, can I get a plastic the eggs, please? I'm just kidding. It's a little it's Jersey mix. <laughs> it is a little Jersey. You're right. Soda. No, in um in Minnesota there is not many Starbucks. There's a place called Caribou Coffee. Yeah. So that's like huge out in yeah that Seattle way. too, isn't it? Uh, anyway, I don't know. But um, my little sister-in-law got married over the weekend, and she used to work at Caribou, and it's actually where she met her husband now. Super cute. So I asked her, Aww. how do you take your coffee? Because I, I only see her a couple of times, yeah. you know, every so often because they're in Minnesota. Um, but she has a vanilla latte with almond milk, and I was like, mm, let me try this. It was delicious. I know it was sounds it so sweeter? simple. It wasn't that sweet. It was just a really good, like, I think... If you've been following us from the beginning, I usually have hazelnut. Um, but the vanilla was just really smooth, not sweet. Okay. I don't like super sweet coffee, but it, it wasn't, it was just nice. And it was something different. So I had a vanilla vanilla latte Ooh. and it was delicious and I felt fancy in my caribou coffee. So anyway, I love that. what was your new one? Rise Up? It's called Rise Up. It's out of DC. We made, on the weekends, we make French press if we don't go to the coffee place around us. So it was really good. Cute. It's different. What kind? Just a regular. Just I think like it's a... just a espresso blend. Okay. Josh likes it very strong. So. Like his women. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're gonna um get. I have a showing here in fifteen minutes, yes, you and you have an appointment. I so do. have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs> and if you have any questions, or if you have the answer to why we say Happy Memorial Day, yeah, let us know. Please let us know. Or any other fun facts. All right, you guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.